0: Thanks for joining us for Good To Go. Each week, your host, Christian Studer, will connect you to good happening in your community. Thank you so much for joining us this week. I'm sitting down with Courtney at over at Traces Foster Care and Adoption, which is a great organization right here in our community. Um, Courtney, can you tell us uh, what exactly Traces Foster Care and Adoption is and your role there?
1: Absolutely. So at Traces Foster Care and Adoption, we work with children and youth aged birth to 18 who have entered state's custody due to no fault of their own. So oftentimes that looks like uh, maybe their parents weren't able to provide appropriate care for them. That could be um, because of drug usage. That could be because of poverty. Uh, It can look like a lot of different things. It could be abuse or neglect Um, And so at Traces, we are able to place these children in therapeutic foster homes where they're able to receive uh, the love, care, and specialized attention uh, that they need to really grow and thrive through the trauma that they've experienced. And so my role at Traces, uh, I am the foster parent recruiter trainer. So what that means is I take our uh, foster parent applicants, so people who are interested in working with Traces and working with children who desperately need a loving home, I take them through the foster parent approval process. And so I take them all the way through the training and the home study until uh, hopefully their foster home is able to be approved and they're able to accept children.
0: That's awesome. Um, And now how does TRACES uh, differ from, let's say, you know, the Department of Children's Services or or, you know, something like that?
1: That's a great question. So at TRACES, we're what's known as a therapeutic foster care agency. So what we're doing is we're working with children who may have a higher level of uh, emotional and behavioral needs due to the trauma they've experienced. We know that trauma rewires the brain. And some of our kids come in and have really little emotional control because of the things that they have witnessed or the abuse, neglect that they've experienced. So our parents are specially trained to be able to help uh, navigate uh, these children's behaviors and to help them learn how to self-soothe, self-regulate, and really function at their best level uh, in the community.
0: Fantastic. Now with that, like with it being a little bit potentially, um, more needs for these kids, uh, what kind of training does this happen goes through? And I mean, honestly, how many foster parents do you guys have? And are you guys needing more Then I'll start with, we need
1: more. (laughs) We absolutely need more foster parents. This is not just a, Traces organization issue. This is all across the state of Tennessee. And I would dare say across the United States, we're experiencing a foster parent shortage. I don't know if that is in any way related to the COVID-19 pandemic. Um, <clears throat> but since COVID started, we've lost, we've lost several families. Um, the need is great. Uh, we have wonderful organizations in our area, like Isaiah 117 House uh, that kind of helped to bridge the gap. Uh, when the foster homes aren't available for the children, but we also have to remember that only so many children can go into that home. So unfortunately, we've been seeing a lot of children who are sleeping in DCS offices um, for extended periods of time or staying in temporary homes uh, on a night-to-night basis Extended period of times because there aren't enough foster homes in our area. And that's not okay. That's not what we want for our children. That's not what we want their experience to be. I mean, uh, this is arguably one of the most traumatic and, and difficult times in their lives. And and to have to come into a system where they don't even know where they're going to lay their head down each night is not okay. And so Trace is, is actively uh, searching for and recruiting new foster families uh, to help, serve these children and to help meet their needs because, again, they didn't ask for this. So because our children do have more needs, we do a pretty lengthy training process. Instead of it being about six to eight weeks, we're looking at three to four months overall. Um, This is going to help lay the foundation for our parents to be able to serve our children in the best way possible. And when we think about it, I mean, when you say it out loud, three to four months sounds like a long time, but it's over and done pretty quickly because we're writing the home study during this entire process. So you don't have to wait for training to be over uh, for me to start interviewing you or coming to your home to learn more about you and the other people in your family. We're going to be doing that alongside the training process. So I would say typically from start to finish, We're looking at three to four months. And I always like to tell people, you know, one of the reasons why the training process and the home study process is long is so we can get to know you, you know, just like you would want to know where your children or your nieces and nephews or the other youth in your life who are important to you, you would want, you would want to know that they're safe. So sometimes I feel like the longer I spend with you and the longer I get to know you, the better I feel about, you know, you're you're being a safe person. Obviously, we do uh, stringent background checks. uh, We do home visits, all of these things. But as a mother myself, it's important that I know that these families are good families and they're safe and that they're going to be able to take care of these children appropriately.
0: Yeah, definitely. That's awesome. Um, and now with the the cases that you all are taking, um, you do have you know longer training. Uh, is it something that you also provide? You know, resources and help. You know, after a kid comes into their home, kind of what does that look like for a parent? Because I know you know as a parent, it's if I if I'm like I'm taking in a you know potentially higher risk uh, kid that I'm that I, that you know is going to mm-hmm. come into my home. Am I in the water by myself? <laughs> you know how does how does that look?
1: That is a question that we are often asked. And no, you are not. When training is done, we don't just let you loose and say, "Okay, good luck, because that would be terrible. That would not only would that be difficult for you, but that would be difficult for the children as well. So at Traces, we offer exceptional support to our foster parents. Every family is going to have a designated uh, specialist that works with them, and so they'll work to help meet the needs of the family as well as meet the needs of the children. Not only that, but we understand that the children are going to need professional support, so the TRACES team uh, also consists of a therapist who the kids are going to meet with a minimum of three times a month, and uh, for some of our children, medication is appropriate, so we also have a psychiatrist on site <clears throat> that can help evaluate uh, our children and determine if medication could benefit them uh, for the short term or for the long term to, to help them kind of navigate uh, this trauma that they're experiencing. Not only do we offer that in-home support, that therapeutic support at our office, but we also have a 24-7 on-call service, which means you can always reach someone. And I know that we're on the radio, so you can't see that I'm holding up a dinosaur phone right now, a dinosaur flip phone. One of the TRACES staff has that phone at all times. So, It doesn't matter if it's after five o'clock. It doesn't matter if it's two o'clock in the morning. It doesn't matter if it's Thanksgiving Day or Christmas Day. You're going to be able to reach someone uh, if you need assistance and we can come out to you and we can help you. That's one of the great things about TRACES is that someone is always going to be available. We're also a regional agency, meaning that we serve from Johnson County, down to Hancock County. So we serve the upper eight counties of Northeast Tennessee. Because of this, we're a little bit smaller, but because we're smaller, we're able to offer that individualized care and support to not just our children, but to our families as well. We feel like children do better when they're closer to home. So it's important that, you know, we try to keep kids within our region because ultimate goal is gonna be reunification. I wouldn't, I wouldn't be in this field, I wouldn't do this work if I didn't think that people could change and, and could get better. And so the ultimate goal is going to be for these children to be able to return home to their families when it's safe to do so. So if those families are local and are close by, we have the ability to work with them uh, and, and to serve them and to help meet their needs so that while we're working with their children, they can also be receiving help as well. So hopefully Uh, they can be reunited with their children again.
0: Definitely. That's awesome. I love that. And uh, my wife actually has worked in foster care for the past, I don't know, four or five years now. She worked for DCS. She did some with the Isaiah Mm -hmm. house. Um, She's now Mm -hmm. at youth villages and um, Mm -hmm. we're very, very passionate about uh, foster care and the need is, is huge. I mean, it's coming from, outside you know if you if you don't know really what's going on it's like you know i always knew there was kids that would go into the foster care system you know i always knew that but it was never anything that was like oh that just happens every once in a while but no it happens all the time i mean almost every single day just right here in our region probably multiple times a day you know a child is is removed from their home because of something that's out of their control and um, it's definitely I really appreciate what you all are doing and um, because the need is huge.
1: Absolutely. And, and to put that into perspective a little bit, I don't have the statistics right in front of me, but I know that uh, most recently um, we receive updates from um, different agencies within Tennessee to give us kind of an idea of what the numbers look like. You know, what what does this really look like on the big picture? in the big picture for Tennessee, and there are over 9,000 children in foster care in the state of Tennessee right now. Regionally, I track the number of referrals I receive for children each week who are in need of foster homes, and it's typically no less than 60. Um, it the, the need is huge, and I know there are so many people uh, in our community who want to step up and, and really stand in the gap for these kids and, and be a, an advocate and a resource and a mentor um, to them. And so sometimes I just think, you know, they maybe don't know how to get started or maybe they're scared, which obviously, yes, you, you should be nervous. This is a big undertaking, this is something that's going to be, you know, completely new in your life. Uh, but I always tell people we're adults we can manage that. You know, we can learn how to manage that fear, manage that anxiety, manage that stress. Imagine what it's like for these children, you know? Um, so I think it's will, I think it's, I think it's worth it to take the risk for these kids. It's worth it.
0: Yeah, definitely. I agree. And cause you make, I mean, when a kid's able to come into your home and even if they're there for a few days, a month, a year, whatever it is, you can be a lifelong impact. I mean, you can be yes. that, that mentor that they never had. You can be that, that voice in their life that helps turn it around.
1: Definitely relationships do not have to end when foster care is over. Uh, they, they don't have to end. And I know this firsthand because <clears throat> I've seen so many of our foster parents maintain relationships with the children they've worked with 10, 12 years later You know, I, I, I tell people about a couple of our families, um, whether you like it or not, they are going to be your family for the rest of your life, (laughs) because that's just that's some, that's some of our families. That's who we work with. So whether you like it or not, you have a lifelong family in these people, uh, it's, it's a beautiful thing. It's beautiful to be able to see children be reunified with their parents when it's safe to do so, and when that's not possible, it's beautiful to see other families step up and say, you know what, I'll be your family. You know, I'll be your forever family. And so when our children aren't able to go home or when they're not able to uh, go to a relative or someone they have a close relationship with, um, the department may look at adoption for that child. And so um, a lot of our foster parents are also adoptive parents and have adopted numerous times. So in the state of Tennessee, if you're an approved foster parent, a child has been in your home for at least six months or more and parental rights are terminated, that child becomes available for adoption, you would be first choice to adopt that child if it was something that you wanted to do. And I think that's an amazing thing. And we've seen it be uh, so beneficial for our parents and so beneficial for our children
0: over the years. Yeah, for sure, that's awesome. I really, yeah, I love it. Um, and now I'd like to hear maybe a couple stories of how. I know you can't, you know, name names or anything like that, um, but how you have seen, you know, what you all are doing through the foster parents, the, the relationships with the kids that that you just see so much good.
1: So much good. It is hard because of confidentiality. And so it's always, you know, it's etched in our minds that we don't want to share other people's uh, stories without their permission. But, but what I can tell you is uh, I have seen, I have seen children come into the system entirely broken uh, and, and they needed so much support and so much help. And these foster parents have stood by their side and not given up on them And we've seen we've seen kids make complete, complete turnarounds where they learn to where they learn to start trusting again. Uh, They learn to start developing those relationships and bonds again. Um, Their behaviors have changed because they feel more emotionally secure. They feel secure in their environments. And so to to see that happen uh, is a beautiful thing. You know, sometimes kids come in and you're just concerned. You know, you're concerned about their behaviors, you're concerned about their needs. And, you know, foster parents wonder, can I meet those needs? But we have parents who are willing to stand in the gap, no matter how hard it gets, to see these kids through to the other side. I personally have worked uh, with children in the group home setting and in the residential setting, and to see the progress that they have made over 10 to 12 years, uh, is incredible. And, and that's something uh, that I'll always cherish because like I said, you know, being a foster parent, uh, When foster care ends, it doesn't mean that your relationship ends. And so for me personally, working in this system, I've been able to develop and maintain relationships with a lot of my girls uh, over the years and to see them become mothers and buy their first homes and get married and graduate college uh, and do all these incredible things is that's why I keep doing this because it's possible you know, it's possible that we can turn something broken into something beautiful. And that's why we keep doing this every day.
0: That's amazing. Um, Now, for those listening right now that maybe want to want to know more about what you all are doing, maybe want to know more about, you know, signing up to be a foster parent, how are some ways they can get in contact with you to to start that process?
1: There are several different ways uh, that people can reach out to learn more about Foster Care and Adoption with Traces. Uh, one of those ways, I know a lot of people like to use the internet. Uh, you can find us on Facebook. So on Facebook, we're listed as Traces Foster Care and Adoption. You can always message us that way. Um, if you prefer a phone call, because some people do, you can reach out to me at 423 224 one zero. And my name is Courtney Mock. That's my direct line. So you'll get me there. You can also visit the frontier health website, which is www.frontierhealth.org. Uh, And you can learn more about traces that way. There's also an inquiry form on the website uh, where you can enter your contact information and I can reach back out to you at your convenience uh, to give you some more information about what we do and how you can help.
0: Fantastic. Well, thank you again, Courtney, just for all you all are doing there uh, and just the good that you're providing right now for our community. We really appreciate it.
1: Absolutely. Thank you.
0: If you know of a group, organization, or individual that's doing good in your community, they could be our next guest on Good To Go. Share the good at wcqr.org.